ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hi, I'm Kara Berry, host of Everyone's Business But Mine. Think of me as your friend and fellow busybody as I talk about everything under the pop culture sun from how to detect when maybe Chloe and Tristan are back together based on the types of IG stories she posts to recapping your favorite reality shows from Sister Wives to Vanderpump Rules, the Housewives Cinematic Universe, and the upcoming TLC show, Seeking Brother Husband. So check me out. Everyone's Business Behind airs three times a week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. When she drinks, she never wants to stop either. Every time I know how it's going to end, drunk, not remembering what happened, (laughs) it's the one and only Teresa. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? And that is not true. Oh, I thought that was one of the most honest intros I've ever had. I'm a a great alcoholic. Okay. Fair enough. I can... you when know, you start, you don't want, you are the energizer bunny. You keep going and going Yeah, and but going. I can handle myself. I'm not going to argue with you. Mm, that's true. Oh, we don't really ever get into drunk I arguments. actually, no, we, de- we don't. I actually. Because I'm drunk too and we're just <laughs> like, nah, who cares? Give me another but beer. What I actually do, it's not like I don't want to leave the party. I do, but I usually Irish exit with you. Oh, yeah. I Because I don't want to be the first one to leave, but also... I may want to be the first one to leave, but that's, I'm not going to tell anyone. That's the difference between Kara and myself and yourself, I think. She doesn't want to leave, so she doesn't leave. Yeah. I want to leave immediately. Mm-hmm. I just am awkward when it comes to leaving, so I just end up staying until someone else leaves, and then I kind of piggyback on their exit. I'm like, oh, you're leaving me too. I got to go too. <laughs> I'm just very much like, I'm done. I'm just going to buy some ice cream and I'm going home. Yeah, if you guys have <laughs> tips, call in. If you're a good exeter, call in. I could use a tip on how to get out of a conversation or a situation because I always just end up staying longer than I feel comfortable staying. You have to read the room. Like I'd say if you want to get out of a conversation, um, you just say, oh, my gosh, like I have, to, I have to go somewhere. I have to do something. I have a meeting. I have a call. Yeah, but if you're at a party... If you're at a party, it's Friday night say, at 10 you, o'clock. You can say, okay, my wife wants to go. She's not feeling All right, well. I'm going to blame it on you then. Do Good. it. Done. Problem solved. Just don't, don't say it when I'm like. Stop calling in. Guys, stop calling in. We got just, the answer. Just don't say it when I'm having the best time of my life. Don't say I'm not feeling well because <laughs> that's not going to fly. Yeah. Anyway, a lot of thoughts on that little meeting that Kara and mm-hmm. Guillermo had. We'll get to mm-hmm. it. Before we do, a couple housekeeping items here. If you guys want to follow us on social media, you can. You should primarily on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. It is a good time over there. You guys message us. You slide into our DMs. And we do post memes once in a while. I wasn't even going to say it. (laughs) This time I wasn't even going to say it because I feel like it's such a lie. We haven't posted probably in a month. No, we're going to get back to the meme game. I know we say it once in a while, but life gets in the way. And so we post about what we think you guys want to know. 
and yeah, news the updates. Sit in the back and they take the back seat. Is I almost what you guys say I'm in the hesitant. great land of America. Yeah, I'm hesitant <laughs> to ask this question. But wouldn't you guys rather have a podcast over a meme or two? Right? I hope the answer is. For sure. I yes. think so. so. We prioritize the pod. The memes are going to come though, because they're yeah. fun. But I don't want to just put out any meme. That's the thing. We're not a meme page. And so you can't put out a bad meme and then go, well, the next meme is going to be great. It's well, like this, we just put it out if we think right, it's so good. This is the thing. The reason why we don't post a lot of memes is oh because boy. I do come up with memes. That's true. But John is so critical. He's always like, Teresa, this is not a good meme. Even though it's a good meme, I think it would make some of you laugh. <laughs> and he's like, no, it's not good enough. So that's why we don't post memes. Yeah, because, because here, Mr. Perfectionist. For us, it's quality over quantity. We're not a meme page. We just want to hit you with a great meme or a great mm-hmm. thought when we have one. So that's True. why they're few and far between because our great thoughts are few and far yeah. between. I think our Instagram mainly turned into this little community where you guys talk to us, we'll talk to you. Yeah, it's really... Chat, it's, we post updates and shit. It's turned into WhatsApp, I think. In where a we way, just message, yeah. Which is great. I like that. And I love that too. And yes, we do post when we drop the pod for some of you who maybe don't follow us on... Uh, on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, or Spotify. We'll, <laughs> or get, Spotify. we'll get to that, Teresa. But yeah, it it just turned into this little chat. Which is great. It is great. So that's why the memes are kind of taking the back But seat. they're coming back. They're coming back. They're coming back. All right. Teresa alluded to it. Make sure you guys are following the podcast. Okay. That way you don't have to go to the Instagram to see... When's the podcast dropping? Is it delayed? Still still come to the Instagram. I mean, still come to the Instagram, (laughs) but you'll just know that when you're following the podcast, no matter what we drop, whether it is the 90 pod or the Married at First Sight pod or Below Deck or whatever show we decide to cover in the future, if you're following the podcast, you'll get it immediately. You'll be first in line, okay? Yes. And it's so easy to follow the podcast. All you have to do is look down, smash that follow button. (laughs) Guys. Smash it like it's as hot as that new bidet feeling. Because someone someone will get it done. Someone got it done. (laughs) Thank you. That's what I was trying to say. (laughs) Not in the best way. I don't think. Well, I actually think Eve did get it done in the best way possible. Not not if you ask Muhammad. Why did he get it done? <laughs> Who is that strange man? <laughs> Why are you here with Who him alone? Dude, there? aren't you in the same house? Yeah. <laughs> Can you take three steps to your left? I mean, I, I don't understand enough about the Muslim culture. Right. But here is a here is a thought, right? What 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 do you think, Mohammed? That between the time that you are in the living room playing with Theron yeah. and her supervising the plumber, he's gonna bang her? Maybe, maybe. Well, I don't think that's how it works. No, it's not how it works. But that could be what he's thinking. Or no, I think what he said was it's safety reasons, and I get that. Come on, I get that. Muslim or not, forget your religion, Islam or not. I don't know that I would want you home alone. With a random guy. How many times did I call someone to come and fix things when you were in here? Well, so like many a, times. That's like a guy who works at the apartment. We Still, we kind yeah. of know him. I well, walk do, through yeah. the halls and I see him and I say, "Hey," and he knows. Say hello. But I'm I'm not gonna totally side with with Muhammad here. But I do get the idea of you don't want your wife or anyone alone with a stranger these days. People are crazy. 
there is. True. People are out of control. True. I hate Uber for that reason. I don't want to get in a car with a stranger. So it's a little bit of a control issue, and, and we'll definitely see more of that, I think, in this season. But there is a safety concern. I get the safety concern, but... Yeah. You are home. Yes, that was bonkers. That, that was bonkers. Yeah. I would probably could kind of put my mind behind if she was home now alone. Now you're talking like Muhammad. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe not. I guess I, I At the end of the day, to, she's an adult woman. She should be able to be at home alone. If she saying. chooses to be at home alone and have the plumber or the mailman or Anyone. the pizza Anyone. You know how many boy? women or men live alone? You should yeah. not be that freaked out. You and I are extremely freaked We're out so freaked because out. of all the freaking datelines. We haven't watched the dateline in since World War II, I think. And because I needed that cleanse and I'm still affected by all, all the craziness we've watched yeah. over the past couple of years. Yeah. So I'm still on the cleanse. Yeah. Anyway, we're talking way too much about the episode. We're not there yet. We got one more thing we have to ask in this housekeeping segment. Just, I can't wait to talk about we're the episode. Talk, we're going to talk about it. We <laughs> will get it done. Don't you worry. Um, if you haven't left a review, please do. All right. And we appreciate it so much, the ones that are coming in. So thank you for those. And thank you in advance if you haven't left a review. But we got a new one that I'd love to read. Okay. And this one, Teresa, I want you to contemplate this review, okay? okay. Because very lovely review. As we said, we only read the five-star <laughs> reviews here, okay? This one comes to us from our friend Sackett, I think is how Hello. you Hello, Sackett. pronounce it. Five stars. Love titled, it. Great 90-day podcast. Love right? it. I came across this podcast while searching for my favorite shows. I love hearing opinions about the show and look forward to hearing the Married to Reality take on it. My only gripe is Teresa's opinions of cats. (laughs) I'm a cat mom and they're my life, but love the podcast anyway. I'm with you, Sackett. I don't appreciate Teresa's take on cats either. Okay. Cats are babies. Cats are kittens. They're babies. (laughs) They're not always great, but neither are people. Someone's kissing a butt over here. (laughs) (laughs) I had a cat. Yeah, don't tell me that. I'm kidding. (laughs) Guys, I don't dislike cats. I'm just, all I'm saying is that I'm not a cat person and I think cats don't like me, but I always try to pick them up. Yeah, that's the issue. I think that's why they don't like you. Well, as we mentioned before, one of our friends gave me a few tips on how to interact with a cat and I'm going to do it because I feel like if I can get on this level of mutual respect between myself and a cat. That's what it is. Yeah. I may enjoy that. You are such an animal person. I am. You don't dislike any animal. No, you... I, I, guys, I seriously do not dislike cats. I just feel like we just don't get along. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you're watching all these shows on Discovery Plus. You're watching like My Barn, My Favorite Barn. No, whatever. Saved by the Barn. Saved by the Barn. Love it. <laughs> Zach Morris, yeah. Um, and you're, you love all animals, right? I do, I do. So anyways, thank you, Sackett. We're going to get Teresa. We're going to get a photo or a video of Teresa interacting with a cat the next time it happens. And we're gonna Don't post we it. have one? Remember we yeah, were, we were cat sitting? Mm, yeah, you were holding that cat. but Don't uh, you have that photo? Peter would come at you if they saw. No. You holding Do that you cat. have that photo? Probably somewhere. Well, you, we'll find it. Maybe and we'll if, post it. If it's appropriate, 
We'll post. AKA, if it's appropriate, AKA, if Teresa looks good in it, <laughs> if it's a good photo of Teresa. Also, we'll if the cat it. doesn't look too freaked out. Right. <laughs> you can't hear the hissing in the photo, which is a good thing. No, but I tell you what. Maybe I'm not a cat person and I think that's okay, but I do love everyone who loves cats. And when if you love cats, you're going to get cat gifts from me. Oh yeah. We just went to a wedding. We yeah. not only gave them cat mugs, which was like, cause they have two cats, the people's yeah. wedding we went to. There were two cats as mugs. The cat mugs, yeah. And then we gave them a pop-up cat card. Yes. With a surprise inside. Yes. Which so, I didn't think about the surprise until they responded to us and that's said. so true. So what was inside was this is like paper butterfly. You wind it up, you stuff it in the card. When you open the card, surprise, there's this butterfly that flies out. Mm-hmm. And we just thought it was hilarious. <laughs> we don't have cats, so we didn't go that extra step and think about it. It's a cat toy. Is it? They when they texted us saying, "Oh my god, yeah, we just the opened the cats your, are playing with the it. The cats are playing with the butterfly. It's a cat toy, I think." Yeah. It's beautiful. Beautiful. All right, enough about that. <laughs> but thank you for the review. I love oh, yes, it. Oh, thank you. Sorry, I appreciate the honesty. I always yeah, do. We love the honesty. So and thank you, thank you. Yeah, and Theresa's working on it. All right. <laughs> How about a little 90-day by the way? Okay. Number 1. So we all probably heard by now that Danielle of Danielle and Muhammad, she graduated nursing school, right? Mm -hmm. She graduated a little while back. Is she an RN now? Like registered nurse? I don't know. Because it's the only nurse I know of. Oh, maybe. I I guess then you can be the doctor nurse. What is it called? You can be... Whatever's... Registered nurse. A nurse nurse practitioner. An NP, yeah. I don't know. That's like above, but uh, can you you be a different nurse? Probably. What kind of a nurse? I don't know. We'll Google. Huh. I, got, I got nipples, Danielle. Greg. Can you nurse me? Or no, it's milk. I nurse you all the time. Yes, you do. Like a baby. Anyway, Danielle, <laughs> she's a nurse. But now she's cashing in on her nursing title, but in a new way, in a little bit of a different way. Is she like a dirty nurse on OnlyFans? Mm, no. Okay. But give it, give it time. <laughs> nurse Danielle Merch. Okay. Nurse Danielle Hoodies. No. T-shirts. You see, I don't like this. Here's what I think happened. I she, don't like she this. She partnered up. She's got this agent or whoever, and they're trying to cash in on all things Danielle. So I'm pretty sure they created an NFT of a Nurse Danielle graphic. You think so? Image. They Apparently keep calling those it the, are not doing too well lately. What's not doing well? The NFTs. Oh, yeah. Well, no one knows <laughs> what I they know. are, how they work. I, I still don't know, but I've read an article that- I've read nine it's, articles, yeah. watched 13 YouTube videos. I still can't figure it out. <laughs> NFT, not for me. That's what I say. Mm-hmm. But I think they created this NFT of a cartoon Danielle dressed as a nurse, right? And then they put that on t-shirts and sweatshirts and you can buy, you can buy them. Okay. All right. The hoodie, and we're in the merch game a little bit. We we yeah, got merch. If you guys didn't know, we have merch, MarriedToRealityPodcast.com. There's a store. So we kind of know prices, and we think our prices are reasonable. We're not mm-hmm. getting rich off these things. We're just trying we're to break really even. not getting rich we're, off of these things <laughs> at all. We're trying to break even, like more or less. Yeah. But, we, yeah. <laughs> I think our, we have a hoodie. I think it's like 30 bucks, right? Yeah. She has the Nurse Danielle hoodie. Mm-hmm. Wow, someone's cashing in. Someone is cashing in. And then, so there's all these Nurse Danielle items. And then there is a t-shirt in the same graphic cartoon style. 
it's Danielle wearing a unicorn T-shirt. That's the <laughs> that's the graphic. Thirty three ninety nine. And then there's one other piece, a T-shirt. It's got Danielle as the cartoon shooting laser beams out of her eyes. Why? Thirty four ninety nine. I don't know. I don't know. But according to the site, it's limited edition. So if you want it, you better hurry. Yeah. If it was some classic Daniel moments. Mm-hmm. I had throwing to, the binder of evidence. Say, or, a lot of like she loves bringing her vagina back. That's true. Well, like, does she bring it back? Or oh does yeah. TLC bring it back? Well, someone brings it back. Yeah. Daniel told her dates. She talks about it a lot. Yeah, that's true. Not <laughs> she's like, it's, a, it's a positive Remember that thing, single but. life moment where she's like, I have to tell you, Roger, or whatever his name was. <laughs> Robert. Uh, Robert, I think it was. I think it was Robert, That was pretty yeah. close. Yeah. It's like, you, no, you don't actually. Actually, you don't have to tell him. And you probably shouldn't. Oh, my gosh. But yeah, if it was, yeah. If it was like, Danielle needs to see a doctor. No one will have sex with her. It smells down there. Maybe that's investable, <laughs> but but her shooting lasers out of a cartoon. That's what I'm saying. That doesn't make any sense makes to zero me. Sense. Maybe nurse Daniel, but I almost feel like sh- since she worked so hard to get her nursing degree, just separate the nursing life from this craziness, right? I agree. Like, do your that's nursing a professional job endeavor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now and you're making it a joke. Yeah. So uh, that's why I said I don't like it. I I guess I didn't explain why. Here is why. She should just make a break between her actual life and between this whole reality TV life, yeah, right? I think you're right. Because why Why combining it? Mixing business with pleasure and vice versa. Like if I go yeah. to a doctor and I see like, oh, so you are a nurse and I can also buy a shirt with you <laughs> shooting laser. That's a good I point. Don't, I don't think I even want you to take my freaking blood pressure. That's a good point. Yeah. All right. Well. If you guys are unlike Therese and you want to invest in this uh, or purchase one at least, visit her Instagram profile at Danielle Jabali. You'll find a link there. All right. Number two. And this is a little bit of an entrepreneurial, by the way, segment between one and two here. Call it a marketing gimmick. Call it a gag because it might make you do just that. We noticed Topanka, she, she made a pretty penny selling her jarred farts. Yeah. She's out of the game, though. She retired from the gas game. Did she? Because she went to the hospital, remember? She was, like, yeah. having some pains, and they said, you got to stop farting so much, or you got <laughs> to stop eating all these gaseous foods, right? So she stopped farting in jars, but that doesn't mean she stopped cashing in on her bodily functions. Okay, I've, I think I've seen something on social media, okay. but I didn't read the whole thing. This so. is her newest endeavor. Do you want to take a guess at what it is, or do you... Do you not want to put that out there in the world if it's not true? I feel like I've I've seen it. I've seen her post. Okay. Um, is it like her like her vagina liquid? Very. That's next. I think that's next. So what is it? Her, She's bottling her boob sweat. Oh, that's what it was. She's I was bottling gonna her say boob breast sweat. smoke, but I'm like, wait, she's not <laughs> pregnant. I think that's illegal too, but. She recently posted these photos and videos of her sitting outside sweating. And the idea is that yes, she, that's what it was. <laughs> she just lets the sweat roll off her boobs. She bottles it. Ew. And then she sells it. 
Ew, maybe, but I, I would actually probably purchase that before I purchased a jar of farts. Mm-hmm. But here's where it's smart, okay? Because she does a lot of crazy things, but I do think she's probably a smart business woman. Here's where I think it's smart. <laughs> That's one way to put it. From what I've read, the only way to purchase this jarred boob sweat is on her unfiltered site. So you have to go sign up for unfiltered. Mm. To have access to this boob sweat. So it's a promotion to get people to sign up for Unfiltered. But don't she, I, I don't think you need to sign up and pay. I think she has a free version Ooh. too. Still, you're still becoming a True. member. They're getting your uh, data is everything, right? So you're signing up, they get your email, then they start bombarding True. you with all these emails. So I think it's kind of smart. I mean, yes. People are going to buy, if people bought her farts, they'll buy her boob sweat. And that's my biggest, biggest question. Good for her for cashing on her freaking body. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Who buys that? No, seriously. Cre- who cre- buys that? And this is why I say I kind of agree with Muhammad when he says, I don't want you alone with a man in the house because there's men out there who are buying her farts and her boob sweat. I would not trust those men to be alone with you, Teresa. Well, yes. Didn't she have like some issue with some stalkers? Oh, yeah. She had yes. bodyguards. Yeah, like a year and- ago or so. Yeah, because... It's so easy to find her house online. She yeah. didn't take it off. Yeah, we did. We did. We found yeah. it. Yeah. Well, she's from uh, not too far from where I'm from, so I was curious. And I'm a stalker. But yeah, she had she had issues. And no, people, you're not. People cannot think that I'm married to a perv. No, I'm a detective. Yes. That's <laughs> went, a better yes, way to put it. I went to the detective school of Google. But yeah, there's a lot of creeps out there. And so oh, absolutely. people are going to buy this. For sure. Good for her. Cash in when you can. I think it's a smart promotional idea. <laughs> I do. It's so dumb. All right. It's so dumb. All right, Mohammed. I'm just glad that you're not one of them. Okay. Well, you never know. If I find some weird bottles right? around this house, you and I will have a And you talk. know at least one of those people who bought the fart jar or the boob sweat is married or in a relationship. For sure. And just has that jar like in his nightstand and smells it when his wife's in the bathroom or something. I would understand if someone buys it as a joke. Like, oh my gosh, this person loves 90 Day and is yeah, obsessed. Yeah, novelty It's like a gift. joke gift. Yeah. yeah. A little prank to use a Bilal word. I could get my mind behind that because I'll be like, oh, that's hilarious kind of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like a... It's a cameo. It's, it's, exactly. I was going to say it's like a yeah. scented cameo. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Enough about that. How about we get into the episode? Sunday night, 90 Day Fiance, season nine, episode six. Still loving the season. Oh my gosh. Still loving the season. It's getting better. It's, 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 it's getting better for sure. I love it. I love it. I love it. And we got some messages from our friends saying, hey, I don't understand how other people don't love it because I yeah, love it. Spread and the I was love. like, I love it too. We love it. So thank you guys for messaging us. Enough negativity in this world. Yeah. Love something. Okay. Love something. And we love this. Yeah. And if you guys, some of you, if you don't love it, why do you watch it? That's yeah, my people, point. Yeah. Come on. Are you kidding me? People love to hate. People love to be enraged. Yeah. But why are you being negative? Just enjoy well, it. Well, as I said, and, and shout out again to the collab we did with the reality gaze. Yeah. Go ahead and listen to that if you haven't. And if you're here because of that, Hello. Welcome. Welcome. But as I said, I just want to feel something. And so anger or being upset, that is a feeling. And so people may like Well, there's a difference between like getting angry at some of the cast members, which I do feel this way. We're going to start with him. His name is Bilal. (laughs) But 
if you hate it, right. why do you waste your time, right? Right. But I hope that you guys like it. I hope you enjoy it. I hope you enjoy the show. You, you enjoy us chatting about it because we fucking love it. And I always have to wait until this moment when we podcast because John always... Save it for the pod. Shushes me like, save, save it for the pod. Save it for the pod. So whatever we discuss, we didn't discuss before. That's why sometimes we get into these tiny discussions because we <laughs> don't know each other's arguments. opinions on certain Let's things. Let's debate. Let's discuss then. Let's start with Bilal Let's and Shida. Ah. All of a sudden, Bilal doesn't have OCD. Okay. And I called it from episode one. It's just a term he likes to use. He thinks it makes him interesting or something. He does. He doesn't have OCD because when you you don't get to pick and choose when you have a disorder. True. Well, she was still drinking that coffee over the sink. Oh, can you even call it coffee? That thing looked like it's been sitting on the counter for two and a half hours. It was half milk, half water. You know a Starbucks has been sitting out when a Starbucks True. has been sitting out. You see it there and you go, this is not a fresh Bucks. Mm. This, is not a, this is not a fresh coffee. And, but yeah, she will, again, she doesn't know. Probably. She sees that house and hears what Bilal says and goes, okay, maybe you're OCD. Who am I to say you're not? But now he's like, no, it's, it's not OCD. Most people probably want to walk into their bedroom without underwear on the floor. So now he's, now he's backtracking on his OCD diagnosis. I think everything, he, he says things and then he, in the next episode, he says something else. Right. I Whatever's just, convenient in the moment, he'll say. Yes. And the fact that she had to ask, like, can I drink in here? You were in the kitchen. Yeah. If if anywhere, you should be able to drink the coffee <laughs> in the kitchen, not over the sink. You walk around, girlfriend, or sit down. Even on the couch, I get it. He has a white couch. We also have a light couch. But still. But still, that coffee was so watered down that it, even if it spilled, it wouldn't stain at this point. Um. I wasn't planning on sharing this story. It just came to me. And uh, Did you spill something on the couch no, and flip it? never. Okay. I'll be careful how we tell this story. Remember when my friend... I was thinking that. I was <laughs> thinking that. <laughs> Shout out to Matt. Shout out to Matt. He came and he visited us in New York. Yeah, it's been a few years. And we were having fun. We had a good time and we got back to the apartment and we needed snacks. You always yeah. need snacks after a night of out. And the only thing we had were those nature... Those Nature's Valley granola bars. Yeah. And also, Jen and I do like to joke too, but we actually joke. It wasn't a prank. It was a joke. Yeah, it was did. a joke. We joke with each other and we joke with other people too. And most people get it. Yeah. But our friend. Matt. Oh, sweet Matt. He uh, he grabbed a granola bar. <laughs> and if you guys know those granola bars. Mm-hmm. As I, I saw a meme that it shouldn't have been named nature's valley should have been a fucking crumbs everywhere <laughs> because it's so you, true you open that thing up it's crumbs everywhere yeah and i love it but crumbs everywhere and so matt was like do you mind if i have one of these i'm hungry i could use a snack and we said sure just make sure you eat it over the sink yeah i was like <laughs> eat it over the sink just like i've been laughing me and john and we look yeah we walk back to the couch and he's he's standing and eating Aww. the granola but over the sink yeah. and i felt bad honestly all I would probably say, I was like, hey, dude, grab a plate because it's literally yeah, crumbs everywhere. He's an adult. He's eating, yeah. eat over a plate and yeah. not make a mess. But oh, I, I felt bad. I completely forgot about that until just now. But yes, uh, Bilal does not have OCD. We know that. But today they're going to go to Juma, which is yes. a sacred time on Fridays where you 
put work aside, put everything aside, and you pray. And I forget if it was Bilal or Shida who said it's similar to what Christians do. This was Bilal. On Sunday at church. Mm -hmm. Okay. And on top of that, a little added bonus to this Juma, Shida is going to meet Bilal's extended family. Mm -hmm. Including his ex-wife. Including his ex-wife. Here's the thing I'll say. At least Shida understands Bilal and his ex's relationship. Mm Because, come on. We've probably seen it on 90 Day. We know people who would be like, what? You still talk to your ex? Oh, yeah. No, I never want to meet her. She shouldn't be in your life. Shadow's like, I get it. You guys share custody. Yeah, you share custody of kids together. That's cool. She's totally okay with it. Obviously nervous. Mm -hmm. She wants to make a good first impression. Because, again, she is very cautious. And what's the word? I'm looking for a word that she... It's real. Like she yes. she knows that if the ex-wife doesn't like her, she's probably going to tell the kids. And right. it's her kids. They're going to say, uh, mommy's right. Shira is horrible. And they're going to tell Bilal. And Bilal will be like, my kids, my kids don't like her. Mm. That's a really good point. Yeah, we saw the first interaction with Shida and the kids. It wasn't great. Well, I was on Shida. Let's just be yeah, honest. Yeah, yeah. I don't play games either, but if a kid, especially a kid you want to impress, asks you to play games, you're going to freaking play games. But also the call me mom yeah. conversation. It just wasn't a great start. And so, yeah, I mean, not that it was strike one. I don't think it was a strike. But, yeah, there's a little added pressure now to make a good first impression with everyone. Mm-hmm. So they're on their way. They're in the car. Shida's nervous, of course. And Bilal, like he always does, makes things about him. Mm-hmm. I get you're nervous. I was nervous. Don't forget, I met your people before you ever met mine. And it's like he's not hes not allowing her to have her own feelings. He was fine with it, so now you have to be fine mm-hmm. with it. It's so unfair. I also, okay, so I don't know if this is going to come out wrong, but l- let me just say, because I was thinking about it, right? She said that, Yes, you met my people, but you were visiting, right? Mm. And he was the American. He was the guy who was there, like, probably portraying himself as very well put together, interested in their daughters. And everyone was looking up to him like, oh, my gosh, look at this great guy coming all the way to your country. Yeah, Yeah, to Trinidad, right? They looked at him this way. For her, they look at her like, all right, so... Do you want to be in America? Yep. Do you want his money? Like they were looking at her very differently. And not to compare myself, but when I met your parents, I was very scared. I didn't know what to expect. Sure. But when you met my parents, mm. I don't know how you felt, but I was very much in peace with it because I knew they're going to love you. I knew I knew it because obviously, A, I love you. But B, you're t- doing this no sacrifice, but you're traveling all the way to Europe to meet them in a country. You don't know the language. You don't know anyone. And you're just doing it, right? Being nice and polite. So I was not worried at all. Well, I totally get why you would be nervous meeting my family. And we didn't hear it or I didn't hear it. the classic 90-day trope. Oh, she's just using you for a green card. Maybe people thought of in their own minds and were smart enough not to say it to me. We never heard it outright. Some of you, I, I swear got to you, some of your friends definitely thought that. Maybe. I don't think they do anymore. I think we proved them wrong, right? Yeah. But <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure that some of your friends 
did think that either I'm using you or that you are having middle-aged crisis and you're dating this random when I'm 27? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but meeting your family, I had two feelings. One was we don't speak the same language, mm-hmm. so it took a lot of pressure off. I knew there wasn't going to be hard questions. I knew there wasn't going to even be awkward small talk. So it took a little pressure off. But I did feel like I was responsible for you leaving them in a sense. I know you came to America. You had been in America for six years or however long at that point. But you've said in the past you kind of stayed. I was the reason you stayed. Yeah. So I could see your parents being mad at me. No, it's a good reason to stay. I think it's a great reason. I didn't just stay to stay. I stayed because I met someone I fell in love with and... That's what we're doing right, right now. And, and I tell myself, and maybe we've even talked about it, your parents want what's best for you. And so yeah, if what's absolutely. best for you, I'm not even saying America, but being with someone you love, mm-hmm. if that's what's best for you, they should be happy no matter where you are. And I hope they are. For but sure. Yeah, those are the two are. feelings I had. But be- be- besides me validating you before you came, my aunt. True. Also, they True. met you prior and they talk about you. Remember, we met my cousin in New York, Andre. Yes, yes. He talked yeah, to my parents how awesome you are, how you're such a nice guy. So my parents had this peace already right. yeah. before they even met you. So That's a good point. Anyway, back to Bilal and Shad. Enough yeah, about us. What are we talking about? <laughs> They're still in the car. They're driving over. And... Bilal starts joking about Shida having a hairy booger. He's so funny. And what a good joke. Like uh, First, I thought, because I think she has a nose piercing. Oh, she might. But I didn't see it during that shot. So first, I thought he's joking about the nose piercing, but then I don't see it. And right? that's a harmless joke. If you can forget about the prank and just take that joke on its own, Okay, you're going to meet my entire family. Better get that booger out of your nose. It's a harmless joke. Yes. It's not laugh out loud funny. It's a harmless joke. Yes, but also he doesn't know how to intonate. His intonation is like, wait, wait, wait. Are you actually joking? And there is a difference between that and being sarcastic. That's a whole different animal, right? He thinks he's funny, but he's not really portraying himself as funny. But he thinks he's hilarious. He's very deadpan. Yeah, it's not funny. Shada doesn't find it funny. So they start bickering back and forth. And I guess she was being playful. I'll take her word for it. She was saying, I'm being playful. She gets in his face a little bit, trying to trying to be funny and kind of starts smacking him a little bit. I do think it was joking. Mm-hmm. I don't think you should do that to someone when they're driving. I was literally going to say that. So I absolutely think that she was being playful. I don't think she was being aggressive or violent. The bill no. calls her, right? no. I think if you do one little smack, that's funny. And if I did it to you, you'd probably be like, oh, T, right? But if I did it to you several times while you're driving, you would yeah. be like, oh, my gosh, stop. Yeah. I would never do it because Not you smart. are trying. Exactly. Right? So if you're sitting a- on the couch, completely different. Yeah. If you're in a moving vehicle on the highway or, or yeah. wherever they were, not smart. Yeah. But I... So... As much as I dislike Bilal, there's a part of me that I can understand because even like little smack, little tap, once or twice it's funny. But if you keep doing it, I would personally get very annoyed. 100%. I would be like, okay, could have been funny once, maybe right. twice. Right. If you keep doing it, come on. And 
especially when you're driving. But Bilal calling her a fucking violent and angry person. <sighs> That's an overreaction. He's, he's a moron. He's an overreaction. So <laughs> he's like, I'll pull this car over. You can take an Uber home. And they actually pull over on the highway. And Shida realizes, oh, okay, I was playing. Mm-hmm. You're not. You're actually angry. Yeah, he... I uh, I was like so mad at him for doing that because she literally was playing and you could see that it was a tap that she didn't smack him. Yeah. I mean, like I'm torn on this because once fine, you're trying to be funny. That, you see, you I'm see it's not, say. you see it's not landing. The joke's not landing. Yeah. Stop. The guy's driving, get to where you're yeah. going. And if you want to be playful, be playful. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, but they get back on the road and yeah, this is where Paul's like, I'm thinking you're a violent person and I don't want to be with someone like that. Like, whoa, over yeah. your joke was a million times mm-hmm. worse than yeah. hers. And it, this is literally coming right after he said, I'm like really, really funny. I have a great sense uh, of humor. It's like, all right. So, and it also comes back to him. If she tapped him being a little playful, he was like, okay, okay, you know, I got your point. Ha ha ha. Laugh it off. Right. She was. She would not keep doing it. Correct. And she kept. He kept getting a little aggressive, and so she just thought that okay, well, now it's my time to really kind of pull your strings or yeah. push your buttons. Yeah. And she did push all his buttons. Bilal's the definition of you can dish it, but you can't take it. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. he thinks he's king of the pranks. He thinks he's got the best sense of humor. But if one of those jokes turns around on him, whoa, what are you doing? You're violent. He can dish it. He can't take it. Yes. And that's the worst. Either don't even get involved in comedy or try to make jokes, <laughs> right? If you can't take it. Or if you're going to dish it, learn to take it. Yeah. I mean, so far we've already seen, I don't think Bilal's funny. No. I know he likes to think that. He's but not. No, he's not. He's not. So <sighs> they get to their destination. Bilal parks the car and just gets out without saying anything. And I wasn't sure where they were Mm -hmm. at first. I was like, oh, are they at their final destination or what? He just kind of gets out, storms out, and leaves Shida sitting in the car not knowing what's going on. He was picking up his kids. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if this was editing, if he was like, I'm going to get my kids. You stay here. I'll be right back. And they just cut that out. Because it first looked like he, they got to Juma and he walked away. Right. But he didn't. Right. So I don't know if that was editing or whatnot, but either way, when they finally make it to the Islamic center, they're still on bad terms. Mm -hmm. They haven't, they haven't solved the issue yet. And did you see Bilal like walk into his son? No. I think it was ac- it was an accident. He like dropped a shoulder into his, like body checked his son oh. in the parking lot because he's just so angry. He's just stomping. I didn't ar- see that. He's stomping around. It wasn't intentional, but mm. he needs to slow down, open his eyes and see what he's doing because he just like walked he right into his, his son. He needs to open his mind too because. Yeah. Close your mouth, open he, your mind. Ah, I really, really, really don't like Bill. I love watching the couple. I mean, yeah. please. <laughs> it's a great comedy, but. But I, I, I can't understand getting upset or whatever, not, not understand him in general. But if, let's say, you and I have a little argument, but I'm taking you to meet 
people you, yes, I know, but yes. you don't know. I would never leave you there. I would be like, you know what? Whatever issue we have, we'll discuss later. But I'm going to introduce you to my friends. Maybe we can even solve the issue as we're there, right? Yeah. The way he ignored her and let her be there alone, I felt so bad for Shida. And that was what I was going to say is you can be in an argument and you can kind of press pause on it. Or oh, you, yeah. Or you should be able, especially when it's a dumb argument like this. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. not like he just found out she cheated on him yeah, or something. For sure. It was a dumb argument where you go, you know what? Let's just press pause. You're going to meet my family. I want you to make a good first impression. But instead, no, he's just holding this grudge that he mm-hmm. shouldn't be. It's the smallest, most minute thing. But he's a baby. Yes. and And he can't deal with it. I and, felt so bad for Shida just being there left Yes. Left alone, didn't know anyone. You were there to meet to people, yeah. right? It wasn't the whole idea that you're going there to meet people and then they go and they pray and Bilal's like, I couldn't even concentrate when I was praying and they don't even achieve, I feel like the goal, they meet, they introduce Shida to Shahida, mm-hmm. but that's, I think that's like the only person yeah. that we saw Bilal introduce her to. And I thought that was the whole point of this, mm-hmm. th- this day. Um, and when they do meet, Pretty hit it off pretty well. Yeah, I could see them being friends. It was it was pretty sweet to see them to see them. Yeah, interact. and there's no no threat from Shahida. Shahida no. has her new husband, and they get along with Bilal, which I think it's a big bonus. If you have to share a custody 100%. with your kids, getting along with your ex is good. It's everything. Yes, because the kids will pick up on that. Yeah. I would imagine again, not parents, but it makes everything mm-hmm. easier when everyone gets along. So they finish up, they get back in the car. Bilal tells Shida, you know, later we need to talk about the situation. We've got to talk about what happened. Mm-hmm. And Shida's like, okay, here we go again. It's going to be one of these one-sided lectures that I keep getting. So Bilal drops Shida off. She goes inside alone. I guess Bilal wanted some space. So he took his kids to practice, mm-hmm. just the three of them. And Shida goes and does some yoga. She's very, She's very flexible. Very good. Very flexible. Very good at yoga. <laughs> good was, for her. I almost feel like, and I think she did have a studio in Trinidad, she did, right? Yeah. She can do it in the U.S. when she gets her permit. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and she's very good. I'm like, damn, I cannot do that. And I don't think I ever will <laughs> be able to. We tried, I think I've done one or two poses. We did kickboxing mm-hmm. for a couple months and I think they had us do some poses. Okay. So I tried yoga before I met you in New York. I signed up for these classes at the Y and I went. Why? What? what that's I'm what it's called, kidding. right? I'm kidding. Yeah. I went. It was on 92nd Street and Y. There was yeah, a gym. That's the famous Y, the 92nd yeah, Street Y. I used to yeah. go there. I took a yoga class. After the whole day of me freaking working and doing whatever, I fell asleep on the mat. Come on. I did. You did that here in the apartment like a month ago. To your credit, you're doing it now. You're getting up at like 530 in the morning and working out now. But yeah. there was a couple of months ago where you were trying to do it. And you got up one morning at like 530, <laughs> went into the other room. And you told me later in the day, you're like, yeah, I was stretching. And I just fell asleep. <laughs> I did. I put up my mat and I was stretching and I fell asleep. Yeah. So, but yeah, I just fell asleep at the Y. A 90-second Y. And that was my first and last yoga <laughs> class because I literally had the lady next to me like, hey, hey, like, come on. And 
I'm like, <laughs> nap, nap time's over, Teresa. Wake up. And so I'm like, this is not for me. I need to, I need to keep moving. Yeah, I need so. music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I tried, didn't succeed. But Shida seems to be great at it. Yeah. So two hours later, Bilal returns home. Shida's all dressed up because they're supposed to have a date night. But Bilal walks in and goes. I really don't feel like it, to be honest with you. I'm not He's feel, such an ass. I'm not feeling the date such night. Such an ass. I know you got ready and everything, and I could have told. I probably could have texted you like an hour or two ago that I wasn't feeling it, but I let you get all ready and excited and sit out here. Or but, how about yeah. you? Okay, you're pissed for whatever reason, but she's all dressed up. Maybe have a nice glass of wine at home and talk. That's that's fine. Yeah. Like, you don't have to go out. I mean, be walk around the neighborhood. Or just I don't know. Get over it, because there was or, nothing to yeah. fight about. He has issues. So, <laughs> Shadow, once again, is like, I was playing with you, okay? King of the pranks. Don't you know a prank when it hits you in the face? I was playing with you. It was not serious. And Blah's like, it'd be playing if you did it one time. But you did it again and again and again. You hit me three different times. And Shadow's like, well, that's what I'm used to. That's how I play with my brother-in-laws. I don't think it was abusive. What, like, do you actually think it was violent? And Blah's like, you hit me pretty hard. Oh, my gosh. He, need, he needs to get over himself. Yeah. Yeah. And so to me, it comes down to intent, as it usually does for me. Shida's intent was to be playful. Mm-hmm. Right? Again, shouldn't be playing like that in a car, I don't think. Yes. But her intent was playful. Bilal made a booger joke. She tried to snap back or slap mm-hmm. back right and be playful. And that's the difference. The intent of Bilal's joke or prank was cruel. It was a test. Mm-hmm. It was kind of to embarrass her a little bit on TV. So to me, it's all about intent. Shida's intent was good. It was playful. Bilal's, when it comes to jokes, are not. I'm curious why his ex divorced him. Was it because right. he was like this, trying to be very controlling? Mm-hmm. Who mm-hmm. knows? I don't want to speculate because we don't know. But what where I kind of felt bad, not bad, I, I was kind of upset, but Shida was like, you know what, I'm, I'm very, very sorry. I won't do it again. Right. Do what again? Right. Like I, I could say, you could say, if she said, I'm sorry, I won't be doing this while you're driving, but, but I was just being playful. I'm not going to apologize for that. Right. You're kind of admitting that you were wrong. Yeah. If apologize saying, for right, the won't, driving won't part. I can yeah. understand that it's dangerous for both of you guys. Yeah. But Say I'm very, very sorry, and it won't happen again. Oh my god! Right, then that's exactly what he wants to hear. And he goes like, "Well, accept her apology, but I mean, it's still, still, I can't, I can't really get over this." Yeah, I don't know. Right now, we're not ready to walk down the aisle. No, you're not. I'll, I'll agree with that. You're, she should pack her bags and go not. back. Yeah, dude. Yeah. All right. Ah! Classic Bilal. But it was a great show. It was a great show. (laughs) (laughs) Next, we have Jabri and Miona. And some editing mistakes. Okay, 72 days to wed and pay attention to that number. Mm -hmm. That is the first super we see on the screen, 72 days to wed. And things are not as comfortable as Miona would like. In the because house. she, they live with the parents, and you know, yeah. parents have their rules. Parents have rules. When so Jibri's doing his music somewhere, and so Miona's probably gonna be bored the whole day because ugh, it is one of the Dakotas. Which Dakota is it? South. It's the but South it's Rapid Dakota. City. It looked 
cool when they drove through. Get up, go out, explore. Yeah, I'm something. sure there is a mall somewhere. Come on. My question is, where is he doing his music? Because mm. this whole thing was, we need to be in LA. I got to do music in LA. What do you? What's he doing? I don't know, but at least he's doing something. He's doing something, and it leaves Miona some time to bond with Mother Mahala. Yes. Because Mahala walks into the bedroom where Miona is, and Mahala wants to talk. She asks, make small talk. How are things? How are you adjusting to Rapid City? And Miona says, well, it's a little bit of a struggle, missing my family. And Mahal's like, all right, well, you've been here for a little while. How about I show you how to do the laundry? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, which is good. Yeah. Yeah. So they go to the laundry room in the basement. Yes. And Mahal is showing her how to do it. And basically... Miona says, wait a minute, you don't set a temperature on it. Do you? And I was thinking that. I don't remember. So. But I'm, yeah, we do. Oh my gosh, we do. Really? We do. Yes, because my mom was always like, don't wash anything on more, like don't wash whites on more than 40 degrees Celsius. Or don't wash this on more than like so 50 degrees. is yeah. it like digital? You Like almost like well, a thermostat now, or is it nowadays, a dial? I'm or? sure nowadays uh, is. Before we just had buttons, you put like 40, 30, 20. So precise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, so it's here. Very, it's very European. It's, it's so true. That's how we do it in Europe. Here we just have hot, warm, cold, yeah. right? And that's what, what Mahala has. Speaking of temperature, I think the basement was set to extra cold. Really? If you know what I'm talking about. Miona was uh, blasting her nips. I mean, I do have those shirts too. And if you don't put nippies on, that's what happens. I'm just saying. uh, We know what the temperature in the basement was. (laughs) (laughs) So they start emptying Miona's clothes into the washing machine. And (laughs) Mahalo's like, "What, what is this, a towel? (laughs) <laughs> what is this, like dental the, is floss? What is, hair? what is it? Well, yeah, it's a scrunchie. What, <laughs> what is this? And Miona's like, it's a top. This is, a, this is one of my tops. It's a belly shirt. Come on, And Mahal's like, oh, okay. And Mahal's like, you can put it in. Like, like She was so hesitant. Like, she thought it, maybe if, if her clothes got mixed in with Miona's clothes, Mahala's clothes would come out all skimpy too and like shrink, like when you put in whites with colored clothes. Or she's just afraid it's going to shrink even more. And then right. what is she going to do with it? Right. So this leads to the conversation about Miona's social media presence and how Miona chooses to dress mm-hmm. on her social media. And Mahala's like, I wasn't sure how you'd adapt to South Dakota because here... We don't wear shirts that little. So here's why I have a problem with it. And for I totally understand what Miana was saying, saying, I don't want to change. This is who I am. Yeah. But Jibri is her son. Jibri is the most wild and colorful person that's just being himself, right? Yeah. Mahala is the last person who should have a problem with someone being a little bald because her son is the definition of bald in South Dakota. Yeah, I don't know that it's about baldness. Miona's setting a thirst trap for Brian. And and Mahala comes out and basically says, like, I don't necessarily want you to wear clothing like this around the house, around Mm -hmm. Brian. Well, and so this is, I don't know whose side to take, but... I'd say if I loved wearing belly shirts, I wish I could, but my belly is not there yet. But if I did, yeah. I don't think I, I, I don't think I would personally want to wear a belly shirt around your dad. No. Right? I would wear a regular shirt and we go out 
I would wear a belly shirt. I mean, you wear some short shorts. Yeah, and it's fine. Okay. I've, but I'm not I'm not showing half of my butt. I mean, kind of. I, no, you're showing more than half. I, I don't, how much do you love walking behind <laughs> me? <laughs> yeah, I walk behind you to block anyone else from seeing. Um, it's hot in Florida. It's very hot, and it's even hotter when you're wearing those shorts. You know what I'm saying? Um, but... I, I, I'm with you. I'm kind of torn. It is mom's house. She should make the rules. Mm -hmm. And yeah, why do you want to dress like you're going to the club? And that's the other thing. Miona needs to learn how to dress for the occasion a little mm -hmm. bit because she's always wearing sunglasses on her head when she's indoors. Which I'm with her because I do wear my sunglasses as a headband. But so I kind of home. understand that. Well, you're at home. Just wear a ponytail or whatever, right? That's true. Or yeah. an actual headband. Or an actual headband. But yeah, yeah. I, I do the same thing. I wear my sunglasses as a headband. And maybe this is not a fair argument or discussion because Jabri and Miona are definitely performers. And there's a camera in the house. Mm -hmm. So they're going to dress. It's her vibe. She has those sunglasses in every photo or every shoot. Right. My point is there's a camera. Mm. So, to, oh, we're, I know we're at Mahala's house and it's eight in the morning and we're having coffee. Still a camera crew. Mm. So I'm going to want to dress how I want to be portrayed sure. on TV. So I'm torn. Call in, guys. Let us know your thoughts. I'm very curious to hear your thoughts. I think all Mahala is asking is, and whatever Not she to was- to turn Brian on. I sure. get it. <laughs> <laughs> but whatever she was wearing while doing the laundry, like pants and the tank top was fine. There was nothing wrong with it. No, no. But I think she all she's asking her not to wear these belly shirts around the house. It seemed like it. I guess the belly is not offensive to me. It's, it's not. It's if you were wearing a bra and panties, I'd be like, mm, you might want to cover up a little bit. Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. then again, it's a bikini. Could she walk if they were hanging out in the backyard running through the sprinkler? Mm -hmm. Could she not come inside wearing a bikini? That's the I whole know. thing is weird. I know. But again, mom's house, mom's rules. You guys can't afford to move out yet. So until you can, you got to play by her rules. But since she arrived and been in all these shots that we've seen, I've never seen her wearing anything offensive to Mahala. No, it's just the amount of skin. I not think. even that. Like a little belly here and there. But it's not like her boobs are out or that yeah, she she only out. puts stickers on her nipples and walks around. Uh, they're, kind of, they're kind of out. Anyways, I'm getting distracted. Um, let's move on. And remember it was 70, 72 days to wed at the top of the segment. Now it's 79. Now it's 79 days but to wed. But they're going to discuss what happened 72 days ago. And this is what kills me. And I don't know who dropped the ball here. I mean, we had a huge edit fail last season. When oh were, my gosh. Right? Where they played an entire segment and then deleted it. And yeah, with Alina and Caleb. Yeah. Yeah. So they're not the best editors over here. But all you had to do was change the numbers on the screen. It's no, not I think that that's hard. the mistake. That's the mistake, the numbers on the screen, because this follow, this is the conversation they're having about what happened. So right. It so it's probably 79 before. and then 72, yes. but they it put could, 72 yeah. and then it 79. It could not happen prior. Because it <laughs> follows up on what happened. So I think. It wasn't as much of an editing issue the as graphics. the graphics issue, yeah. So 79 days to it or whatever. Mm -hmm. Jabri is sitting outside at home. Mother Mahala comes out. Jabri is looking all stressed, and he tells mom, I'm pissed. He says, I didn't expect things to go the way they're going. I'm loving the pink hair. He's got a vibe. 
I'm loving it. Got a vibe. One of our favorite artists, the 21 Pilots, right? <laughs> Tyler has pink hair now too here and there. He dyes oh, really? it. And I love it. All right. Why don't I, you do should it? Should I do it? Should I do it? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. He tells, he tells his mom, Miona's pissed because... Mahala was commenting on Miona's clothing, right? We all mm-hmm. saw it. We all saw it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Mahala's like, oh, I think there was a miscommunication. Uh, I didn't go through her laundry. She's kind of playing a little dumb Well, she here. didn't go through her she laundry. She didn't go through her laundry, but she was definitely commenting. And if you remember, like, Miona grabbed it or, like, gave it to her, and mom was like, what is this? Right? Right, right, right. So it's not like mom was sorting right, through the laundry. Is this a toddler's sock? What is this? And then Miona kind of like whipped the shirt out and said, you don't like this? <laughs> so there was this whole little thing going on. The thing is, Mahala goes, when I talked to Miona about this, she didn't seem upset. It's like, she, she was a little upset. But she was she, right. but respectably upset. And that's the thing. She was being respectful mm-hmm. in that moment. What would you rather her do? Freak out? Like, mm-hmm. no, nah, I'm going to wear this. It's like, no, she was... Being respectable. And she dropped the F-bomb. She goes like, I don't fucking get what other people think about me. This is what I want to wear. Because there was one thing Mahala said to go back real quick. She said, you seem like an intelligent girl. And this whole outfit might take away from it. And I think that's so wrong to say it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you can wear whatever you want. That's very true. You're, yeah. Yeah. The size of your clothes does not correlate to the, the size of your, of your brain, the size of your brain mm-hmm. or your IQ. Yeah. 100%. So Mahal goes into full therapist mode and is like, so Jabri, what are you really upset about? <laughs> it's not about the laundry. And he opens up. It's never about the laundry. He opens up. Yeah, he's like, God damn it, mom, you got me again. How did you get me to open up like this? But well, he says, Miona's expecting a lot and she's not willing to compromise. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to figure out what really happened or is she trying to start shit so that we get out of here? Right? Is she trying to... Mm-hmm. Uh, you called me a hooker. Is it, is, is it right? Is it hooker gate? Is it hooker gate all over again? And Mahala's like, has she always put this much pressure on you? Oh, Jibri? Mahala. And that's when Jabri's like, stop being a therapist. Mm-hmm. Like he, he picks up on it. And Mahala goes, I'm asking questions about caring for you, loving you, and having a partner that's good for you. And Mahala's like, love can keep us from seeing things that will later have us be like, oh, how did we get into this? Mm-hmm. You might be blinded by the love is is Mahala's concern. And she basically says, when you get hurt, it hurts those who care for you. True. So that's why I care. That's why I'm concerned. Yeah. I think who's at fault here is Jibri because I think he made it sound worse. We kind of saw a throwback to a car ride with him and Miona wearing the same outfit. And Miona was telling him, but she wasn't like freaking out over it. She said, well, I had this thing with your mom. Like she has problem with my clothes, right? She was like, oh my gosh, like your mom is the worst, yeah, right? Yeah. So I think Jibri just kind of made it sound worse. And now Mahala is questioning if Miona is fake. Yeah. And again, I brought up Hookergate. I would have loved to see Natalie confront Trish about the comment. Mm. It didn't really happen. She I kept wish it did. she kept going to Mike and saying your mm-hmm. mom called me a hooker. 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 But why wasn't Miona sitting there with Jabri during this conversation? Mm. You're gonna go send out Jabri to go do the dirty work 
No, Mioni, you be there and let's handle this like adults. That's very true. And he made sure that he doesn't, she doesn't hear it because he asked mom to close both doors. <laughs> it's going to get loud. Ooh. Yeah, she should be there and have a conversation yeah. because now, like you said, Mahal is wondering, oh, is she being fake? Is this the real mm-hmm. Miona? Mm-hmm. And you're playing a game of telephone with this argument. Just all sit down like adults and have a yeah. conversation. It'd be settled so much easier. It would have. So in the end, Mahala tells the camera, I don't know if I can support Jabri marrying Miona. I'm not even sure if I can at the end of this 90 days because I don't feel like I know Miona. And I don't even know if Jabri knows the real Miona. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Jabri says, let me make, make my own mistakes. And if you think this is a mistake, let me make it. I'll find out on my own. Yes. All right. That is Jabri and Miona. I think we need to take a little break. Oh, I think we we do. Should we take a quick break? I think we do. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll be back in a second. And we're back. Hello, Jonathan. Hello, Teresa. Classic, classic. Classic. You ready to go to the Dirty Jurors? Let's go to the Dirty Jurors and the fabulous New York City. Yes, it's a two for one on this episode. A little Jersey. Yes. Little New York City. And let's talk about Ari and Bibby. So it's Benny's first morning in the States, and Ari brings him <laughs> some coffee American style. I don't understand why didn't she make him Dunkin' Donuts or a Starbucks? Those two giants. Okay. What you, was you, that coffee on that stand? You wonder that. I wonder because Baby obviously doesn't like the coffee, right? He thinks it's water compared to Ethiopian coffee. It's like water, right? My mom thinks the American coffee is water. My mom is a coffee snob. Sure. So here's my question. (laughs) It's a fail. We know it's a fail. We get it. We later saw downtown Princeton. Mm Mm-hmm. Cool little quaint downtown that probably has at least five amazing coffee shops. Oh, yeah. Get up, stroll down to Mm -hmm. downtown, and hit a local coffee shop Mm -hmm. and get a nice cup of coffee for this guy. Absolutely. Right? The whole Keurig fail. And we're fans of the Keurig for ease. I know it's not probably the most environmentally sound option, but... (laughs) Listen, I love our Keurig, but we have a Dunkin' and Starbucks. Yeah. Not bragging. Not bragging, but... I'm the Dunkin' person. John is the posh Starbucks person. Because because it's a little, to me, the Dunkin's a little watery. The oh, Starbucks, okay. I get a dark roast. and Yeah. But absolutely, I used to live in New Jersey, not in Princeton, but the place I live in had this lovely coffee place that was an old train station. One Ooh. of the best coffees I've ever had. Yeah, towns like that, they have those northeast so, towns. so, good. Any so town good. has a good coffee shop mm-hmm. these days. Get out of bed, hit the coffee shop, and, and have your discussion there because they start talking about finances in the apartment. Mm-hmm. And eventually Fred and Janice are going to stop subsidizing this place. And Benny's like, well, if you think it's expensive, maybe we get a one bedroom, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, we signed a lease for a year. Yep. So Benny goes, well, we have our family. That's all that matters, which is a sweet thing to say. Yeah, but at the same time, he's thinking, oh, if shit goes down, they're going to pay. And you should not think that way. What do you mean? Oh, if shit goes down. Like they cannot f- afford it, then Jenny's and right. Fred will pay. Right. And we learn Ari has been in charge of the finances. Mm -hmm. Whenever Benny would make money, he'd give it to Ari to handle. 
And she used to enjoy that. She would appreciate that fact that she was in control. But now that there's no money, it's a little more stressful Mm -hmm. to be in that position. And I get it. But so this kind of talk about was the plan. And at least baby has ideas. He wants to be a fighter. He has a talent. Yes. He said he can be a fitness instructor, maybe with some trainings. He could dance. Like. There are things for him to do. I believe that he can do something. And we know he does some MMA fighting eventually, but at least you didn't bring him to the States and he's like, I'm just going to sit here and watch TV. Can I Shark Tank an idea sure. for Benny? Speaking of coffee shops, Princeton, oh. let's get this guy to open a coffee shop, an, an authentic Ethiopian ah. coffee shop, right? Mm-hmm. And maybe he doesn't want to do that and that's fine. But sometimes you just got to do something because it's going to be successful and it's going to make you money. Mm-hmm. We went to that town in Georgia. Helen? Yes. Is that, is that German? or it's, is German. It, it's mm-hmm. a German town. And there was the restaurant, the German Czech restaurant. Mm-hmm. Right? And It was just Czech, but... It was owned by... Czech people. Czech people. Mm-hmm. And then everyone goes there because it's the authentic... Czech cuisine. It's not just some American guy whipping up schnitzel. Yeah. And everyone goes there. So if you had an Ethiopian coffee place mm-hmm. ran by someone from Ethiopia. For sure. People, Hell yeah, this is the place to go. Absolutely. Shark Tank it's idea. a great idea. Thank you. They better be listening to our podcast. <laughs> and if you are guys, leave us a five-star review. Because <laughs> you know Fred and Shanice would, would kickstart that business. Absolutely. They would get them a little storefront. Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe Benny's got some connections back home. And maybe source some, uh, the beans. Add a little bakery with some special well, now treats. We're talking, now we're visiting. Now we're there. We're having a good time. I've never been to Princeton, but I've heard it's nice. It's one of those nice, fancy New Jersey style Yeah, towns. northeastern. Like the ones towns. I lived in was very, very similar. Yeah, a little Main Street. Mm-hmm. Perfect place for a coffee shop. Yes. Okay. My other thought... Or question, what is Ari doing for work? I don't know. Like living off of her parents. It's the same question I have with Emily and Kobe. I get it. It's mom. She raises the baby. But maybe not if dad can't work and dad's only option is to raise the baby. Maybe he looks after. Mm-hmm. Maybe Benny looks after Avi and Ari goes out and gets a paying job. Didn't she say she did some writing or yeah, something? freelance journalist Helping or whatever. Fred, but I guess Fred and Janice filed for a bankruptcy, so I don't know what's going on there. No, but, but Ari is capable of going, and maybe she is. Maybe they just haven't talked about it, or maybe they have and I missed it, but let B- Benny stay home with Avi. Yes. And Ari, you go get a paycheck. Not to jump ahead, but did, wasn't one of your by the ways something about Ari starting a travel agency? Oh, yeah. So I guess she is doing something now. Yeah, very which recently. Which is good because they they have a child. Yeah, and Princeton is... Princeton is not, exp- I mean, not, not cheap. Not cheap. In general, like there are a lot of fancy... New England, and Jersey is not New England, but Jersey has a lot of fancy little towns. Connecticut has a lot of fancy little towns. Massachusetts, upstate New York, right? Yeah. Not all towns are like that, but I think Jersey has high taxes too, so. Yeah. Not as high as New York. And that's kind of why I feel bad because Fred and Janice sort of set them up for failure or at least set themselves up to have to pay for them because you chose a fancy expensive town. 
a two bedroom mm-hmm. in that fancy, expensive town. And now you're saying you got to go pay for it. That's mm-hmm. not cool. If you live in one of those Jersey Shore towns, but a little farther from the ocean, mm. I'm sure it would be way cheaper than Princeton. Yeah. Yeah. No, not on the ocean, guys. Like, go a couple of miles inland. Couple towns. Inland. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. No, Prince. Plus, Princeton has Princeton University there. Exactly. Definitely. It's a fancy, fancy little town. So speaking of Princeton, they hit the town. They jump in Janice's car. They're cruising around. It, like we said, looks like a cute town. Mm-hmm. Benny's liking it. Ari likes to brag about it. She's like, She's this, like only rich people live it's here. It's a town for rich people. <laughs> it's like, well, then, yeah, either move or get a job mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you guys aren't rich and... It's not going to last long. And baby says something that I totally understand. Or like, I totally feel the same. He says that Princeton feels very peaceful. Mm. And it's so true. A lot of these tiny little beautiful towns, not just in New Jersey, but in Mass, in Rhode Island, yeah. upstate New York, they feel very, very peaceful. Sure. Like every time you go to Connecticut to see your fam, like I do feel it's system a lot peace. of greenery, yes. trees. Right. Yards. It's peaceful. Mm-hmm. Coming from New York City. Yeah. Or any city. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just having space and somewhere to breathe. Mm-hmm. You hear birds chirping. It's peaceful. Mm-hmm. It's peaceful. It's a nice change of pace. Every single time we went to Connecticut, I used to hit the CVS and bought all the stuff because it was half the price than in New York City. <laughs> yeah. Always like coming home with all these deodorants and shit because yeah. it was so much cheaper. I don't think that's the case in Princeton. I guess not. Maybe. New day. Janice is going to watch Avi so Ari can take Benny to the Big Apple. Mm-hmm. Do it the right way. Get on the train. Get out in Penn Station. I didn't realize how far Princeton was. It is far. It's, it's all the way down. It's like two and a half hours. Yeah, it's all the way down. Yeah. Um, I feel bad you say do it the right way. Introducing Benny to New York City during the pandemic is not the right way no, but. to experience New York City because we've heard a lot has changed. Mm-hmm, it's gotten mm-hmm. pretty bad. But still, it's New but York still City. New York City, right? Benny's loving it. Here's my question. We kind of touched on it last episode because we saw the preview. Benny dancing on the subway, which we do not support. No. We do not support. Although if there's no. any time to do it, it's during COVID because apparently the trains are just a ghost town no. or filled with criminals. No, no. But how did he know to do that? I almost feel like he saw some videos because it's mm. all over the internet. All the dancers on the subway. Because I don't think I ever saw but again... I moved there 10 years it's for ago the, or whatever. Like you can see how who, you can you can spot the tourists on the subway. A, they look around. They look at all these guys, right? New Yorkers look on their phones or on their tablets right. reading right. with they headphones They know not to make in. eye contact with strangers. I used to have headphones in even if I didn't listen to anything. Absolutely. Because I you don't want to talk to you. Yeah, if my phone died or something, I'm like, fuck, I'm just, I'm still going to put my headphones in. Yeah. So you can spot the tourists and tourists love that shit. But that's not my question. My question is, he got on a subway and the first thing he did was jump up on the poles. I'm sure he saw it on like TV or something. I was like, because that's not a natural reaction when you get onto a subway. But he is a dancer. He may Yeah, or he sees a pole and he just wants to spin around it. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. So it was cool to see him in the city and absorbing everything, taking it all in. He saw a water fountain. In mm-hmm. the park for the first time. It was in a battery park all the way down it? in Fidei, in Financial District. But that was cool. And I then, used to work there. Well, speaking of work there, 
they go to Broadstone mm-hmm. for drinks. I used to go to Broadstone Shout for drinks all Broadstone. the time. I've been there a lot of times. Yeah, you worked right around the corner. Yes. And they go for... That was Guinness, what they were drinking, they right? They go for Guinness, which is the last beer I'd want to drink in New York City on a hot summer day. Mm. You see Benny there in like his little tank top. <laughs> it's clearly summer. And they're just sucking down a Guinness. I'll drink Why a, Guinness? Like, why? Do they have, is it something he wanted to try? Or? Oh, that's interesting. That's interesting. Because, yeah, that's the, give me a Corona with a lime. Yeah, a something refreshing. Something where you're drinking a Guinness in the middle of the summer in New York City. And if you guys haven't been to New York City in the summer. It's it, sticky. It's, you can't describe how hot it is because it is so much concrete. The sun beats down. There's no breeze. It is miserable. Mm-hmm. And he's sitting there drinking a Guinness. Do you think Adi was drinking a beer? Because I almost like two Guinness. I feel like she had a Coke. There was two Guinness. You think it was two Guinness? Yeah. She could drink. Okay. I okay. Think she, I think they were both having Guinness. Um, so Ari's like, what do you think about New York City? Do you like it? Benny loves it. He wants to move there. Mm-hmm. And Ari's not excited to hear this. Well, I kind of understand because she said, my parents just rented us an apartment in yeah. Princeton. We just got here. We don't have money we don't have any work lined up i don't even know what we're gonna do to pay for the new jersey apartment right. and you want to move and this is when i looked up to see how far it was because i thought well you have the best of both worlds here no. you're it's too far because i was thinking it was the path train or you no. hop on and you could be there within 30 no. minutes say no it's two and a half hours yeah I was it wasn't thinking, the path it was, I was the thinking, work in new york live it was the New Jersey Transit. <laughs> Shout out to the New Jersey Transit. <laughs> but yeah, so he's like, it was just an idea. I don't think we're going to move here. I was just saying, I, I love the city. And he would fit in so well mm-hmm. in that city. So and eventually I'm, they can if they figure their shit out. And Yeah. but He's an artist, a performer, so I think he's drawn to that vibe, that I lifestyle. I think New York City with a baby is tough. I'm not saying it's not possible. So many people have kids. So many people but have kids. personally, because I've lived there as a single person and then as a someone who's dating you, right? <laughs> like, we blew all our money on rent, on food, on entertainment, right? Yes. We lived, at least I did, I lived paycheck to paycheck. I had fun. It was great. But imagine to bring, to bring kids into this, bring kids on the subway and stuff. Yeah. I don't think I would personally want to do that, but hey, everyone yeah, is different. To each their own. Yeah. Ari's stressing out because we kind of knew this, but she hammers it home. She's never lived in America as an adult. She's always been traveling, always living abroad. You know what's funny? When she said it, she said, I've never rented an apartment in America. I've never paid a utility bill. Yeah. I've never done this in check. Right. I don't even know where to start. Right. I left Czech when I was 20. And if I move, like, I know how to do everything in the US, I think, because I'm very interested in how to do things and I'm, I've been doing them, right? I have no idea if I wanted to rent an apartment in Czech, if we ever moved back, I don't even know where to exactly. start. So that's really interesting. That's a really interesting analog because you could put yourself mm-hmm. in Ari's shoes and go, yeah, if I went back to where I grew up, if you went back to where you grew up, you wouldn't know how to get no. an apartment, set up utilities. No. How do we pay bills here? I mean, again. Because you think you take it for granted. Oh, it's so easy. What are you talking about? Yeah, we've been doing it since we were adults. Mm-hmm. And 
like in the US, you need to prove that you have a decent credit score and you have to put certain money down and you have to sign all the paperwork to make sure, let's say, you don't mold the apartment, you don't do this, you don't do that, right? I don't even know if that's the thing in check. Right. Do you put money down in right. check? I genuinely do you don't need know. renter's insurance? Yes. Do you need, yeah. I genuinely, I would hope so, but is, I do you have a do choice of know. utilities? Like yes, some I do not know. Places you can or are utilities part of it? Right. Probably not, but right. I have it's, no idea. And so that's what Ari's going through. I don't feel that bad because she's got mom and dad two minutes away yes. that, hey, mom, what do I do with this? So I found it fascinating and then even more fascinating to hear your perspective because mm-hmm. it would be the same thing if yeah. you went back home. But she's got Fred and Janice. She's fine. Mm-hmm. They're fine. Okay. That's Ari and Benny, right? Ari and baby. All right. Next up, Patrick, Thais, and Brother John. Okay. So before we start, do you think that John is constantly drunk or mm-hmm. it's his personal? That's not how he is. I think he's constantly drunk. Constantly drunk? Yeah, I'd say he's from Boston. He's from Boston. What does eh? that mean? And breakfast beers. beers I mean, with the I'm boys. down for a breakfast beer, but. Breakfast beers with beers with the boys. I think he's constantly drunk. I think maybe he's uncomfortable because yes. Thais is in the house and now he's on camera. He's not a guy yeah. who seems like he'd ever want to find himself on TV. And now he is. And so alcohol is a way to cope. But yes, I, I don't think that's his. I don't think he would be successful in business if that was his personality. Mm, that's probably true. I think he's drunk. So. Patrick and Thais, they're on their way home from the airport. Mm-hmm. Thais, very impressed. Bit of a culture shock, right? Different from that one town road mm-hmm. she's from. But they get to the house. She loves the house, of course. She loves the house, loves the Tesla, loves the road leaning up to the house. She just doesn't love who else is living in the house. And here is another perspective, right? A lot of people in their, let's say, late 20s, early 30s live with roommates, Sure. Right? Sure. It's not unusual if you have roomies, right? He, I don't know 30s. Again, you're talking New York. I'm, well, I, yeah. You're talking, I'm, take I'm yourself talking out York, of, right? I, when I lived, I lived in Connecticut until I was 28, 29. 29. I didn't have roommates after 24. Really? 25. You're yeah. Too, you're too fancy. Yeah. You're yeah. too fancy. So I think, of course, in New York, you can have a roommate when you're 60. You know, you know, you one of your friends lives with like a old man or did live with like an old man in Queens, right? <laughs> so you can't compare it to New York. I think at 31, most people live alone. I would yes. guess. I don't know. I could be wrong. But he has a, and th- this is why it's not that crazy. He has a big house. He's there alone. Okay. So he has his brother living with him. I yeah. don't find it that crazy or disturbing or anything no i'm interested more so when did john come out because it seems like john just got off the tee yesterday with that accent patrick doesn't have it so when they divorced when he when patrick got a divorce Mm -hmm. did he say hey come live with me i think that's what happened i think he's been there for maybe a few years okay but I think that was the case, at okay. least from what I understood. Yeah. But okay, there's one thing that really bothers me oh boy. about Thais oh boy. and then like John and Patrick. Oh they boy. and especially Thais. She does ah, about everything. Oh really? Oh my god! Ah, <laughs> mini golf! Ah. Oh, I didn't even pick oh, up my, on that. And, but they all start doing it. They're like, really? ah, <laughs> stop doing that. Oh, oh, oh. now it's gonna it's like, drive oh, me nuts. I love it. Ah. 
Oh, it's going to drive me nuts. I didn't notice it before. Now it's all I'm going to hear. Ah! Well, I'm guessing she did it about the dog, about Theodore the dog. Everything. Yeah, she the loves dog, Theodore. The dog looks like a little potato. Now you're into Theo. <laughs> well, I hope he gets oh, a little Theo bigger. And Theo and Thais. Mm. That's really tough for you, huh? Theo and Thais. Yeah. Please. You're getting there. Cake. You're getting I hope there. the dog gets a little bigger because I would be afraid I'll like step on I it. Know. But it's a cute little potato. Cute little dog. Um, so Patrick's like, John, uh, gonna hop in the shower. So you probably want to put the TV on the louder, the better. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Basically they walk into the bedroom and just start going at it. Yeah. No surprise there. So the next day we get a recap of that sex. Best sex of Patrick's life. Best sex of Patrick's life is the first time they had sex in the States. It was incredible. According to Thais and... Thais is the opposite of Miona. Let's say that because she knows there's another man in the house. So she wants to put on more clothes. I mean, she's just saying I can walk around in my underwear, which yes. So she puts on shorts and a shirt. Yes. Yes. And she goes into the kitchen and sees John crushing a Boston lager. <laughs> a Sammy Adams, a Boston lager. <laughs> He's chugging beers, playing video games, and my only question is, is it the weekend? I hope it's the weekend, because if this is like a Wednesday morning, we have issues. I think it's the weekend, because they're going to go play mini golf. During the day, they went at night. Oh. Right? They're like after work. Imagine a drunk person installing your <laughs> alarm system. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, Can we get like a day? Tell us what day this is, because it could be very concerning if it's the weekday. So... She's not thrilled to see John crushing the beers, but he's like, I live here too. So yeah, he's I, being a little, she's annoyed about John, but he's annoyed about this whole situation too. Well, I get it. He's got his routine. If you want to talk mm-hmm. about routines, we didn't have Emily and Kobe this episode, but everyone's like, well, that's her routine. She's been sleeping with Kobe and breastfeeding at the dinner table for 17 months. That's her routine. This is John's routine. Mm-hmm. So now... We're going to have Thais come in and say, sorry, John, I know this was your routine for the past year or two, but you got to change. True. I don't know. Routine's a routine's a routine. So if he's if he's used to it, let him do it. He goes, if I have a beer at 11 or 12 in the afternoon, what does it matter to her? That's true, too. What does it matter to her? Right? It doesn't at all. I'm about to like, hey, crack me one, too. Crack me. We know. <laughs> Hence the opening of this episode. Please. So cut back to John in the kitchen, and he's like a drunk emerald. Do you know Emerald the chef? No. It's like, kick it up a notch. Bam. Okay, let me ask you one thing. I know I've seen it on the menu at the restaurant. I always question it. Steak and eggs. Steak and eggs. Who eats steak for breakfast? I'm serious. Um, Not me, but I feel like that's so heavy to start your day with. And don't get me wrong. I love a good steak. Yeah. For breakfast? Same way I'm judging waffles and chicken for breakfast. Chicken and waffle. Oh, yeah. for breakfast? Mm, I've Have I had it? We've had it. Not Com- for breakfast. Not for breakfast. At the stupid waffle company in Atlanta or whatever it was? We didn't oh. have chicken on it. We just had those, We just had a stupid waffle. Mm. Stupid waffle is a good thing. We <laughs> we started calling everything. The, the stupidest waffle because it was so good. Like but didn't so have chicken stupid. on it. I, for me, there's a fine line between... This is the guy who's drinking beer at 7.30 in the morning, Teresa, so a steak Unless is natural. Unless it's a brunch, I guess. Yeah, it's brunch. Uh, 
steak and eggs. Anyways, he's flipping here. He's trying to flip his steak and it hits the floor. And he doesn't five, care. Four, three, two, one. I don't think he's not a five. It it's fast. not a five second rule. It's a five beer rule. He's so <laughs> drunk. He doesn't care. He's like, meh. That's how we do it in Boston. A little extra seasoning. We call that a little extra floor seasoning right there. I think I would be fine with it because you sear it. You like get Ugh. the bacteria off. Oh. As long as the floors are clean. If I drop the steak because I clean all the time, I would be perfectly fine. Yeah. I, guess I don't know how clean their floors are. Throw it back in the pan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but but I, I would do five, four, five, four, three, two, one, go. <laughs> Either way, things are tense between John mm-hmm. and Thais. This is, this is not getting off on a great start. No, because he's like, if it's good for me, it's good for you. Hungry kids, you should know better. I was like, wait, yeah. wait, wait, what? Yeah, because wait, she's what? from Brazil, that she should she should eat your floor steak? Yeah. Get out of here. A little, a little cringy. Yeah. Um, so then it's nighttime, and things have been tense all day since that steak debacle. And they want to settle things down a little bit. So they're going to go out and play mini golf. All three of them. Mm-hmm. I don't know about this. And you can share your thoughts. But we have our first date night in the States. Mm-hmm. Thais's whole issue is John being there 24-7. And so you're going to invite John out to date night, your first date night? I guess. I get you want to squash things and make yeah. things better. But it's like you're setting the tone that... We're the three amigos now. We're all, everything we do is just the three of us Mm. at all times. I think go have a date night alone the first night. I think you're right. I think they should have, yeah. But I think Patrick is trying so hard to get the two of them be friends. I know, but what I think would go a long way is Thais having alone time, not feeling like, like she's constantly in the presence of John. True. I think a little separation to prove to her, Look, it's not all John all the time. It can be mm. the two of us, and then it can be the three of us. But so far, it's just been the three of them. So I think yeah. that was a mistake. But I think this was actually good because they all are playing. They're having fun. <laughs> Thais is killing it. And John's like Happy Gilmore. What do you mean? <laughs> it's just like he's just so aggressive. <laughs> Get in the hole. Are you too good for your hole? Well, yeah, because he sucks. John. Yeah, he doesn't know how to mini golf. I mean, I don't either, but. Well, he goes, he's, he's telling the camera, he's like, me, Thais, and Pat. It's a good dream, right? Like, he wants a thruple or something. He's into the idea well, of the three of them. Okay, this is what it is. They want a family. And now they're a family, mm. the two of them, now there is Thais, they, so they, wa- they still want to keep the family because as they get into it and get very emotional talking about how they did not come from this big loving family and now it's the two of them that have this relationship and they do have this little tiny family so they want Thais to be part of the family Mm. they don't want her to be her and John I mean her and Patrick and then John alone right right I think it all comes down to the family like John does not want to be left out I think you're right because he was so emotional he was so emotional and crying but so was Patrick too and that's why I was like these guys went some through some crazy shit in their lives. Yeah. And now they have each other and it's great. They live together and there is Thais. Yeah. But yeah. they don't want Thais to be the reason that those two will split up. John needs to find a girl mm. of his own. I was just going to say that. He uh, needs a girl yeah. who's going to live with them too maybe for a little exactly. bit. Exactly. Yeah. And all they're all going to be friends. Yeah, and if she's Brazilian... 
all the better. Even better. And we've seen a taste of that a little bit with Mike and Natalie because wasn't Mike's friend dating yeah. a Ukraine, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so it could be similar. Um, but yeah, it got so emotional and maybe because they were heavily intoxicated. Yes. I, I'm telling you, I think it's John. He's always drunk. When he talks, when John talks, he sounds like he's giving a post-fight interview after like a boxing match. <laughs> Whenever he, I'm like, what is he even saying? Yeah, he always seems wasted. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's that's really it for them, right? Yeah. Um, there, there's the tension, and John wants to hear from Thais straight from Thais if she has issues. But Patrick's like, well, she doesn't speak English, so that'd be a little she hard. She speaks a little English. I think enough. Patrick gives her doesn't give her enough credit. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they're all yeah, they're crying, they're crying, but. At least they sat down and had this conversation, brother to brother, on day one, and didn't yes. let it fester because they could have just they could have kept sweeping it under the rug. Absolutely. With that steak and eggs Absolutely. under there, and then just it would have boiled over eventually. But they're having the conversation; it's good. I just hope Patrick and Thais can have some alone time, mm-hmm. and they will. Yeah. But also want to see the three of them because I think that's where the drama is going to come from. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of alone time, you will get it done. Why did you get it done? Who is this man in my bed? Even Muhammad, guys, <laughs> if you didn't already know. Um, Muhammad's been in the States for a few days. The, yes. he, he wasn't able to put his bidet together, and this will teach him. Mm-hmm. Next time, I better learn how to put this bidet together. So he was watching Thadden dancing around the room. Mm-hmm. That seems like fun, right? And Eve had a professional plumber yes. come in and install the bidet, which... Max. I would honestly, if we do get a bidet, I, which I do, I want someone who knows how to install it to come because yeah. I don't want that thing to spiral out of control and spray the whole bathroom. Fair enough, and I know you will because you do every day. Let's clean the toilet ourselves first before the plumber comes because <laughs> Max is over there like scrubbing the toilet, cleaning it before he installs really? the bidet. I'm like, Ew. you should have cleaned the toilet first. Yeah. Yeah, help, guys, help clean your toilet. I clean our toilets like yeah. several times a week. Yeah. So Max is in there. Eve's in there. Muhammad walks up. What's going on <laughs> in here? And he was like, he's installing your bidet. Aren't he's you like, happy? Babe, you can be here alone. Man and woman, you should have told me. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and Eve, Eve asks if she's allowed to be in the house even. Like, okay, there's another man in the house. Like you are in the house, Muhammad. Can I be here? Where should I be? And Muhammad says, well, you should be outside. You should be outside when... He is installing my bidet. <laughs> <laughs> so Eve tries to make a COVID joke. Did you pick up on that? No. She's like, oh, are we, so- oh, yeah, yeah, are yeah. we social, social distancing? Yes. Like, too soon, Eve. Too soon. Also, yeah, too soon. Too soon. <laughs> and so now this is really all it took for Eve to be like, um, this is concerning. Well, yeah. And she goes like joking. She's like, well, should I make a list of all the rules you want oh. me to do? And Mohammed is like. Go, go ahead and make the list. Yeah. <laughs> I think he meant it. Oh, yeah. Oh, he totally was like, yeah, whatever works for you. Whatever it takes for you to keep all these rules yeah. straight. Go and for it. And he's like, 
he needs to learn how to compromise. He's like, I get it. He's a Muslim, but he needs to adjust to the American living, which is very true. There are Muslims living in America. You just need to adjust a little bit to understand that you're not in Egypt anymore, right? There is a different culture. Your wife-to-be is not a Muslim. She wants to respect you and make you feel comfortable, but you do need to meet her at a certain level. That's the key, is meeting her. Because if she wants to live according to the Muslim culture, then that's fine. Then yes. you can be in America and it doesn't matter where you are. You can you can practice what you want. Yeah. She doesn't want to. So that's the compromise that needs to be made. And again, I feel like if she doesn't show her boobs and stuff, yes. But in the sen- on the other hand, he should let her... Go out with her friends and have a drink here and there. Like compromise. there needs to be a compromise. Exactly. It's compromise. Yeah. And it seems like there hasn't been much discussion. And it he seems just like got there. Yeah. It seems like Muhammad should make a list. Here's what I expect of mm-hmm. you. Let's sit down. Let's talk yeah. about it. And we could cross some mm-hmm. off, maybe, or we could circle some, and we can decide what we're going to do because this is going to happen each step of the way. Absolutely. She's going to do something, and he's going to say. No, you don't. You cannot do that. Right. So just sit down and let's figure it out. Okay. What are you expecting of me? Mm-hmm. Here's he's what like, I'm expecting of you. He's like, my mom does not show her belly. Yeah. Because <laughs> again, he t- he came here to find a mom. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's it really. But yeah, it, it sets up a whole lot more because Eve realizes... I need to learn more about Muhammad. I clearly don't know enough. And she says, if he's not willing to be a little more open-minded, it's not going to work out. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. again, they've only met when she was on a vacation in a way and he had no care in the world, right? Yeah. It's very different than living with someone. Like living with someone is a big deal. Yeah. It's a big deal because it's you're bringing you two where you really different learn. people. You can't hide. Yes, together. You cannot hide. We all have our little things that might annoy other people, but you need to meet each other halfway. Yeah. Uh, the whole time, I just want to point out, poor Max was just working on that toilet behind this whole conversation. <laughs> he's just like, oh, boy. He must be loving it. Yeah, he's like, I've seen some shit. I think he's seeing some shit. I've seen some shit. Um, okay, last Kara and Guillermo. Can I vent a second vent. before we? Can I vent? Why are we going to a brewery if half the group is going to order vodka soda? That's a great point. If Hillary and Cooper are going to order vodka sodas, why don't we just go to a bar? Well, it's nice. It's outdoors. Go to a bar. Go to an outdoor patio. Why do we? Why? Why are we going to this brewery? for Hillary and Cooper to order vodka sodas. Maybe they're on a diet. Maybe they're just trying to piss me off. <laughs> I, I can't mean, stand right. it. You're at a brewery. You're at a craft brewery. Get a craft beer. I, l- get a l- sour or get it made fine. Get a wine. Listen, you and I, we are beer drinkers, right? Not everyone is. That's fine. So don't go to a brewery. Have a conversation. Where do you want to go? Maybe people have the vibe. What Cooper, is Cara? What is Cara drinking? Is she drinking vodka soda her, too? No, her and Guillermo are drinking beers. So that's why they went to a brewery because okay. they wanted a beer. Would you ever drag your friends who don't drink beer to a brewery? No, but if I exactly. say, "Hey guys, you want to meet at the brewery?" and it would be like, "Yeah, sounds good," then 
That would be fine with it. But they- a vodka soda? What are we at? A nightclub here? What are we doing? At a brewery, you're getting a vodka soda? Uh, so they're engaged. So maybe they're shredding for the wedding. No. See? I wish. You've always got good like, I can drink vodka in certain drinks, but it brings back a lot of bad memories. Yeah. It's like the, the next episode, we're going to see Cooper drinking a Red Bull and vodka at a winery. Mm, that's not true, but yeah. <laughs> so, spoiler alert, Karen Guillermo with Hillary and Cooper at a brewery, if you guys didn't know. They're sitting there talking. Hillary is Kara's good friend. She asked Guillermo, how does it feel getting married at 23? Well, let's let's add this. Apparently, Hillary is the skeptical friend. Yes. <laughs> right? She's a skeptical friend. And I hate that they're making him sound so young because, honestly, he acts older than... Kyra. Age is a number. Yes. So, yeah. So, Hillary's like, how do you feel about getting married? So, how, how old are you? Like, well, like, 12? Did you graduate in middle school yet? I was a disaster at 23. I wasn't ready. Well, yeah, Hillary, just because you were a disaster, mm-hmm. we see you're drinking vodka sodas. <laughs> at a, well, just because you were a disaster, Hill, doesn't mean everyone's a disaster. Yeah. And again, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Was I drinking all the time at Fantasy? Absolutely. I was just discovered Hell New York yeah. City nightclubs. Yeah. <laughs> but do I have friends who had kids and got married at 23? Absolutely. Yeah. That's a very, I think it's a very. It's, very per- fl- it's a very flexible age. Yes. You can go either way. You could be a mature 23. You could be a young, immature yeah. 23. And when Guillermo said, yeah, I mean, I've been through a lot, so I know what I want. Yeah, that's true. So then Hillary is like, all right. Well, is there anything Kara does that drives you insane? Like, let's really stir the pot here. She's an alcoholic. When Kara drinks a lot, she never wants to stop. (laughs) Every time she drinks, I know how it's going to end. Drunk, not remembering what happened the last night. I think the older you get, the more you learn about your limits. Maybe Kara hasn't learned yet. And here comes her maturity. If you still do this, maybe you're not as mature as you think. And it's okay. That's what I'm, sa- that's what Just I'm saying. Just don't talk about it, girlfriend. That's what I'm saying. That was my note. I was like, and who's the immature one, Kara? Mm-hmm. You want to tell all, like, I know when I drink, I know what's going to kind of push me over the, over the fine line. Like, I know. And it's on me. Like, if we're drinking, I'm like, I'm like um, if I have one more, I'm going to get, like, really drunk and sick tomorrow. But we're having fun. I'll do it. I'm aware of this decision I'm making, usually. Yeah. I'm yeah. aware of it and I do it, right? Well, you you get drunk and you get sick. I'm not saying you. I'm just using ge- in general, the royal you. It gets scary and dangerous when you don't remember. Mm. What, and, and Guillermo was saying it like it happens often, like there's a pattern. She gets drunk, she wants to keep drinking, and then she doesn't remember what happened. If you're blacking out every time you drink, that's an issue. True. Just, you know, getting, having one too many cocktails, then you wake up with a headache. Mm-hmm. Also not good, but not necessarily concerning. Mm. And so her behavior is kind of concerning. If she's really getting this drunk all the time. True. And not remembering what happened. And it could go beyond immaturity. It could be something else. Whatever reason she's going this hard in the paint. It's concerning. And Kara's response is just like, there's always room for improvement. <laughs> Could always mix in a water, I guess. Which is true. Yeah, there's always room for improvement. And and the other thing is not just the blacking out, but they get into fights. 
mm. when when she is drunk. All right, so help me understand because that's Hilary's next question. Yeah. What was the worst fight you've ever had, right? Oh boy. So apparently there was a fight. Was it over his ex texting him? That's what I picked up. I don't know if it was as official as an ex. So one time Kara found a message on Guillermo's phone. Because she checks his phone here and there. She's immature and there's no trust. Um, (laughs) He sent a text to a girl he was dating. So I don't know if it was girlfriend or how serious, but they were dating. And he used a pickup line. That he had used on Kara or that he Wait, went on to Wait, but he use. was dating someone while he was dating Kara? I think it was before. And he went on to use that same line. Oh. So like, oh my God, three months ago you used the same line on Oh, XY. you see, I missed right? that. I didn't, not missed that, but I didn't fully understand what was going on. Moral of the story is don't sneak into your partner's phones. Like if you don't trust them, don't be with them mm-hmm. because if you sneak into their phone, you're probably going to find something you don't want to see because if you feel like you need to sneak into their phone, then there's zero trust and there's a reason you don't mm-hmm. trust them, mm-hmm. right? It's a cycle. So don't be with someone if you feel like you can't not look in their phones without being with them. Very true. So Kara's like, well, I'm not actively sneaking into his phone anymore. But he checks on her phone, but only when she's there. Only, only when, only when she is there with me. Um, they're not ready for marriage. No, this is not a couple who should be no. walking down the aisle anytime soon. No, I've never checked your messages or anything. I have no reason. No, I don't think I've. No, I've never looked in your phone. I mean, you grab my phone here and there when we you play Spotify. And we have passcodes on our phone, but that's not for each other. That's I know yours, you know mine. I don't remember yours, but... Yes, you do. I wish I did. <laughs> I don't remember your phone number. Let's just well, begin I don't, with that. I don't think I ever knew your phone number. <laughs> but, I mean, the thing is that if you, whether you grab my phone and you look at it or not, I don't have a problem with that. No. And I know that you don't look at my messages, but if you, if you did, like, who cares? It's me talking to your mom and to you and to a bunch of my friends. Yeah. But, but if, I- fr- if you ever wanted to, I don't feel bad because I have nothing to hide. So you go ahead and you can take a look. But, but you I should know feel you bad. But you should feel bad if I felt the need to. That's my sure. point is like, if you feel the need to look at the other person. Do you feel like you need to look at my of phone? Of course not. Yeah, good. But if I did, that would already be a red flag. That would, would already be yes. a sign of like, why don't I trust you? Yes. Why do I feel the need to? True. Especially if you haven't done something. If you had True. cheated on me Ooh. when we first started dating Ooh. and then I was like, oh, well, now I need to check. Well, if I can't get over that and I constantly feel the need to check your phone, I probably shouldn't be with you. I should probably be with someone where I can just be at ease and have peace of mind. True. So the whole even feeling the need to check the phone is an issue, let alone checking, let alone checking the phone. I think it could also be another reason Kara doesn't want to get Guillermo a computer. There's no trust. Mm. What could he be doing on this computer? But she would share hers. Right. So she could. Mm. Set up a trap and see what he's typing and have access. Save save your passwords, Guillermo. Save your (laughs) passwords in there. Right? I think she's keeping an eye on him for sure. There's no trust. Yeah, there is no trust. They should not. Maybe they're both immature. They shouldn't be getting married. Not yet, at least. And uh, learn to have 90 days. Learn to drink a beer. 80 something. Yeah. All right. That's it, right? That's it. That's it. What an episode. What a season. So good. So far, so good. So far, so good. Already six episodes in. I feel like this thing is flying. 
I love it. I love it. I'm loving it. Hope you guys are loving it. Let us know. Call in. Follow us on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. It's a good time over there. Mm-hmm. Me- some memes are coming. We promise. We promise. Also, make sure you're following the podcast wherever you're listening. So easy to do. Look down. Smash that follow button. Yes. Smash like is as hot as this season. What? I know it's a basic saying. I usually get a little more basic towards <laughs> the end. But hey, it's true. Yeah. It's true. At least for us. And again, everyone's entitled to their own opinion. I just want to know why. Mm-hmm. If you guys aren't enjoying it, why? Call in. Let us know. Let us know. What's the issue? Maybe we'll change our mind. Maybe we'll, you know, no, we were, no, we won't. We were wrong. This season sucks. No, no we won't. Of course I not. think we both have our own opinions and we share it with you guys. We so. should all have our own opinions. Very true. Okay. Also, we got some merch if you want to rep the brand. If you're like, you know what? I can't spring for the Danielle hoodie, but I want a Married to Reality no, hoodie. That's a good promo. Married to Reality Podcast.com. <laughs> There's a button for the store. Check it out. Hoodies, t-shirts, mugs, pint glasses. It's all there. Treat yourself. And thank you again for the reviews. Okay, we appreciate those reviews, especially from you, Sackett, or however you pronounce that. Thank you so much. Sackett. That was a beautiful review. Teresa's really coming around on cats, I mm-hmm, promise you. Mm-hmm. We're going to find a picture and post it, <laughs> potentially. But that's it. I've said it all. Have you said it all? Said it all. All right. That means we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye.